Growing up outside Medellin, Colombia, Gina Serna always loved going to the zoo, Hacienda Napoles. We used to come to Hacienda Napoles because um, my dad used to have a farm near Hacienda Napoles. So when we got to the farm some weekends, I always saying that, Dad, let's go to the zoo. I always love animals, the giraffes and the elephants and other animals. Gina saw some typical stuff at the zoo. Zebras, kangaroos, hippopotamuses. But Hacienda Napoles also had some less typical stuff. Like concrete statues of dinosaurs, a vintage car collection, an airstrip, and a Mediterranean-style mansion. This zoo wasn't a typical zoo. This zoo belonged to drug kingpin Pablo Escobar. At the peak of his power, Escobar built himself a sort of Jurassic Park meets Disney World resort. He called it Hacienda Napoles. He hosted parties, water skied on man-made lakes. He smuggled in hundreds of wild animals and watched them from his mansion. And he'd let locals visit the zoo for free. This all went over the head of young Dina. She was just interested in the animals. I didn't realize it was a bad guy, so it was like only the zoo. So I didn't really care about that because I was like growing up and I had all my puberty problems. <laughs> what Gina didn't know then is that she would return to this place years later long after Pablo Escobar was gone. And she'd see some of those animals again. In fact, she'd see a lot more of them than she wanted. I'm Johanna Mayer, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, the saga of the hippopotami of Hacienda Napoles. After this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave.
An elite Colombian police unit killed Pablo Escobar in a shootout, cornering him here in this house where he had been hiding in the city of Medellin. Police found Escobar. After Escobar was killed by Colombian police in 1993, his estate, known as Hacienda Napoles, fell into disrepair. People raided it, searching for money and treasure. The concrete dinos were destroyed. The mansion was abandoned. Some of the animals were sent to other zoos. Some of them died. But four animals remained. The hippopotamuses. They were simply too hard to remove. Hippos are A, huge, and B, very aggressive and territorial. So they stayed. Authorities probably figured they'd just eventually die off. The hippos did not die off. In fact, they found their way out of Hacienda Napoles and into the local waterways. They had families, and they settled in. As of October 2022, the official tally is 130 hippos, all descended from that original four. Hippos are native to Africa, where crocodiles, lions, and hyenas prey on them. But in Colombia, there's no predators. And conservationists are very worried that unless something is done to curb hippo populations, they will totally destroy the native Colombian ecosystem. Specifically, the main concern is how hippo poop is affecting the rivers in Colombia. The hippos are bringing new bacteria and algae, which can really mess with the ecosystem. It can kill off the local fish, which in turn affects the livelihoods of local fishers. Plus, there have been reports of hippos attacking people. And this is all with just 100 hippos. By some estimates, the hippo population could balloon to 1,500 by 2040. The question of what to do with the hippos is complicated by a few things. Again, they're very large and aggressive. You can't just round them up like cattle. But also, not everyone wants them gone. A lot of the locals love the hippos. They've given them names, like Pepe, Matilda, and their little baby Hip. The hippos have become sort of unofficial mascots of the region. And they bring in a ton of money when tourists come and see them. Plus, let's just face it, chubby bellies, wiggly ears, they're cute. So some people love them, some people hate them. And it all came to a head in 2009 when Pepe the Hippo was killed. The government ordered killing of a hippopotamus that escaped from the ranch once owned by the late drug kingpin, Pablo Escobar, has raised an outcry among Colombian animal rights groups. The hippo, nicknamed Pepe, was killed last month near the... That's a clip from the L.A. Times. This story was big news. Government officials decided Pepe was a nuisance and ordered him killed. A group of soldiers cornered Pepe, and two professional hunters shot him. A photo was released showing the dozen soldiers in full camo, hoisting their guns with Pepe lying at their feet. People erupted. Protesters picketed the Environment Ministry in Bogota. The pushback was so intense that the government actually made it illegal to kill hippos. So killing the hippos, off the table. But still, they had to do something. So the new plan? 
sterilization. And that's where Gina comes back in. Today, she's actually Dr. Gina. I'm a wildlife vet and I work in Colombia with um, programs to conserve native species. The love of my life are jaguars and mountain lions. That's what I'm working for really hard. I don't want the extensions of these big cats. I have also tattoo of them. <laughs> Gina pulls up her sleeve to show me her tattoo. It's a portrait of a jaguar, fills her entire upper arm. The big cats are what drew her to this line of work. But lately, she's gotten pulled into another project. To control the invasive species of the hippopotamus. Today, she works with the descendants of those very same hippos that she saw as a young girl. But now, they aren't a cute animal in a zoo. They're an invasive species, and more. We are not dealing only with invasive species. We are dealing with all the political situation and economic situation that it's all around this animal. Sometimes I get frustrated with that because it's... A lot of people talk about it. A lot of people want to give um, their opinions. But at the end, we're only three person working with that animal in the field. So um, welcome to my life. <laughs> Gina has been working on the hippo conundrum for 10 years. But her work's less concerned with the political and economic questions. No, no. For Gina, the only question is... How do you even sterilize a hippo? Have you ever thought about wild animal birth control? It is everywhere. In San Francisco, researchers mix up a sweet-tasting contraceptive milkshake for rats and leave it out for them to slurp up. Government scientists in the UK are coming up with a plan to tempt gray squirrels into feeding boxes using this hazelnut spread spiked with contraceptives. But when a hippo enters the equation, things get more complicated. When Gina began working with the hippos, the only way to sterilize them was surgically. And first things first, you gotta catch them. It's really stressful because first of all, the hippos are not in a zoo. The hippos are in the lake. In other words, Escobar's hippos are in a lake that's not enclosed. And they wander freely from that lake into local rivers and waterways. So Gina and her team built a corral and tried to lure the hippos out of the water and into the nearby corral with some tasty food. Carrots, watermelons, things sweet because they eat a lot of grass, but they also like sweet things. And we started to see they go inside the corral at night. So that's how we managed to capture the hippos. The next thing is we have to put in anesthesia to do anything because they are so dangerous. And it's an open field. You have to bring everything there, all the equipment, the people, everything. So you don't have water, you don't have electricity. You have to do it like they used to do it. Okay, so the hippos corralled and anesthetized. Hard work's done, right? Hmm. Not quite. A hippo's skin is very thick and tough, so the surgery itself is a really exhausting process. 
a hippo sterilization can take up to seven hours. And it's not cheap. All in all, each procedure costs about $50,000. So far, Gina and her team have done 12. 12 surgeries out of about 130 hippos. And each of those surgeries is exhausting for Dr. Gina. So at the end, when the hippo is like in the water, I always sit and cry. And all my friends, they always tell me, why are you crying? Everything's okay. It's, I don't know. All the stress go out. It's okay. And every time I say this, this is the last time I'm doing a surgery. This is too stressful, too expensive. I don't know why we are doing this. And they're always laughing because next year when somebody calls out, they have money to do a surgery. I'm always going, okay, we have another surgery. And they're telling me, it, it was the last time. Now, it looks like Gina might actually get to quit doing the surgeries, for real. Last year, she and her team got access to a special contraceptive produced specifically for hippos. And they can use dart guns to shoot it into them from about 20 feet away. For us, it's really good. It's not so expensive like the surgeries. In one week, you can do like 35, 45 animals. Not good like with the surgery that you can only do one. And it's good because you can do females and males. The contraceptive takes two doses for 100% sterility. But of course, there is one catch. Once Gina and her team manage to shoot a hippo with a dart, they don't have a way to track which hippo got the dose. We have not found the way to mark them without anesthesia. It's really aggressive animals, so you cannot, like, take them, look at, wait, let's put this in the ear. No, you have to shoot something. We'll try it with paint, like paintball paint. But hippo skin is slippery, and they're hanging out in rivers all day. The paint just washes right off. So Gina's solution? I'll shoot to everybody. <laughs> If you're going inside the corral, you're going to get your vaccine. It just seems like an impossible task. So why do you keep doing it? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm doing it because I really want to make a change. And I really, I really want to show that we can do it and we can stop these animals. So... I want to start to work with the problem right now that we can solve it. Today, Hacienda Napoles has been revamped into a proper zoo. There are water attractions, a little museum, and yes, there are hippos. In fact, the mascot of the new park, who they call the Queen of Napoles, is a big old hippo named Vanessa. Her picture's on the website. As we were talking, I kept thinking about that picture on Gina's arm, the tattoo of the giant, glorious jaguar, the animals that drew her to this kind of work in the first place. And I had to ask. No hippo tattoo, though, right? They always tell me, <laughs> do a hippo tattoo. No way. 
Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. Manolo Morales read the clip from the LA Times. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall. I'm Johanna Mayer, wishing you all the wonder in the world. See you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.